Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I'm really excited to be talking to author Brianna Malatki because she has a poetry collection that has to do with horror, that also has to do with historical fashion facts, which I think those two normally don't go together, but it's so fascinating. But hi, Brianna. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited that we're finally here. We actually been planning our recording for a while, but let's talk about your recent book. Let's talk about Fashion Trends Deadly Ends. Can you tell (laughs) me what it's about? Yeah, so it's roughly 60 poems. And so everything in it is inspired by historical fashion trends over kind of a brief couple hundred of years where they were relatively risky and even deadly for the people participating in them. So the collection leads you from head to toe. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you structured that. Before we get into the meat of your your poetry Mm -hmm. collection, how did this come about? What made you want to put this pen to paper? Yeah, so my background is actually in apparel and costume design. And okay. so over, you know, the my, the history of my career in design, I've spent countless hours looking into historical fashion for research purposes, for, you know, designing costumes for mm-hmm. different shows, using as inspiration. And I've always really loved fashion history and just seeing how trends change over the years in different countries, you know, what gets cycled. And then, you know, I was trying to think of where I wanted to go with my horror writing. And I was like, why don't I just combine Combine the two? I, I love historical fashion and I love horror poetry, especially the body horror poetry uh-huh. kind of subgenre. And, you know, I, haven't really found and a lot out there in this I've topic. I've never heard. First, <laughs> I have never really heard of horror poetry. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. I know a few really popular ones like Poe or whatnot, but I've right. never, I've never heard more recent ones. And then to add to it about the fashion trends and and the craziness that was fashion way back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What are some things of that nature can we expect as far as the fashion part? So, you know, there's the super more commonly known topics like, you know, mercury poisoning that happened Mm -hmm. to hat makers. You know, there's a ton of flammable fabrics, poisonous dyes, you know, and kind of what happened. There's, of course, some stuff with corsetry. That was my first thought. That was my first how dangerous it could be yeah so a lot of depending on the time that you look at corsetry trends you know there's the it squishes your organs which can cause issues Uh, there was the rumor that some women would have ribs removed to go even smaller now (laughs) that is you know a rumor i've heard women do that now 
even nowadays, which yes. I think is insane. It's crazy. <laughs> there was a lot of a time where lead was put into makeup. So whether it was a face powder, a lipstick, so a little bit of all of the craziness, a lot of fires, of course. <laughs> <laughs> How was it writing these poems or even just putting it together to make it a book form? How was your process? You know, I did a lot of research, pulled different illust- a, a lot of my poems are inspired by illustrations or certain reports of deaths. And <laughs> so I I ended up with somewhere between 80 and 100 poems. I had a lot of fun writing it. I had a lot of different categories. And then it was, you know, some of them are more male-centered, some of them rhyme, you know, and then just Windling it all down to make it a cohesive collection was kind of the tricky part because I loved everything. (laughs) (laughs) Does that mean that you are going to have a second volume since you have more poems written already? You know, it's something that I would love. And I think it just kind of depends on how well this first one does. It's definitely a topic that I find a lot of inspiration in with body horror. You know, there's tons of things that can go wrong. And if you've ever sewn there, you know, just the sheer fear of sewing through your fingers or, you know, (laughs) swallowing a pin, like, you know, there's a lot of nightmare inducing situations. So I I can imagine. I don't know. Yeah. I I think there's a lot out there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How was it having to put the horror part into the facts that you already know? These are really interesting facts, but to make it such an interesting way in your poems, how was the horror part in the writing? Was there any difficulties in like choosing the words, having to stick with the horror part, but yet you're having to kind of explain the fashion trends? For someone like me who doesn't know the, like the facts, you know, I get yeah. to learn it from the poem, but yet I want the entertainment of the horror part. How was that? Yeah. So one of the things I worked with my publisher on is incorporating the little history tidbits that inspired mm-hmm. the poetry. And so in part of how we organized it head to toe, the beginning of each section has like a cute little illustration and then some fashion history oh, I see. that's okay. going to inspire the following poems gotcha. and so while, while you're reading the poems you can just be scared or, <laughs> <laughs> but you know there is those facts right. in there informing you of when we're talking about wigs this is the trend that we're talking about when we're talking about mercury poisoning Here's kind of like why it happened. Mm-hmm. It was really important to me to inform the reader so that when they are just reading the poetry, they can just be immersed in the poetry part. I love that. That's so brilliant, actually. So, also, I really, I really pushed for illustrations. I was so. going <laughs> to ask about that next. I was going to yes. ask what was your... What was your process getting the illustrations? Was it something that you drew or how did that come into fruition? Yeah. So once we settled on the different categories, my publisher and my, you know, my editor presented me with their 
kind of layout for and illustrations. And then I worked with them on a couple because they weren't period accurate. And so, <laughs> so making sure that when we're, you know, talking about a certain skirt silhouette, we're not showing the wrong time period. Mm -hmm. So that was really important to me. And so it was a lot of back and forth and uh, they provided all the, all the illustrations. There wasn't like an illustrator that created them. It was something that the publisher, you know, went and paid for. Yeah. What else can you tell me about you as an author of wanting to put this pen and paper and, and your future projects or anything like that? Yeah. So under my actual name, Brianna Malaki, you know, I have a lot of horror poetry, flash fiction, short stories out there. And, uh, you know, I have a couple of works in some upcoming anthologies. And so I always post, post about that. This August, in addition to Fashion Trends Deadly Ends coming out, I also have my first romance novella getting published. Oh, cool. Can we talk about and, that? Can yeah. Can, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a super cute little novella. It's called Gingerbread Hearts. It's a Christmas themed romance. It's set in a made up town called Castle Harbor. Mm-hmm. So it's a little East Coast and uh, it all revolves around a bakery. And so book one is about the head baker. The romance series is called Sugar and Steam. (laughs) There's no cliffhangers. There's no cheating. Just happy ever afters. (laughs) I like how that's the opposite of the horror books. Yes. (laughs) It's a good good balance for me just as a writer. I have so many more questions when it comes to that. (laughs) (laughs) What else can you tell me about you? I live in Washington, and I'm the co-chair of the Seattle chapter of the Horror Writers Association, which is like the largest horror writers group. And oh, so wow. I, I do I do a lot of work with horror writers and organizing events for our authors in our group. And I really enjoy that. You know, it's a volunteer position, but I have a blast and I love (laughs) connecting with other writers. This fall, I'm actually doing my first ever writer's residency. And so I'll be be in the countryside of France for two weeks. Oh, that is crazy. Hopefully working on my next book, you know, making progress. (laughs) But I'm ready to kind of get away and reset after having these books published (laughs) so you gotta get over this hump first this this baby yes before you start on the other baby exactly yes (laughs) do you know a little bit of what you want to be working on when you're doing your your time in France I do my next kind of horror poetry adventure is working on a collection of poems that are inspired by like popular ghost stories around the U.S. Ah. Uh, specifically the ghost concept of the lady in white. So whether it's a woman who was waiting for is a ghost and she's waiting for her loved one, mm-hmm. or it's one of the more vengeful spirits that 
attacks people. So kind of working my way through the research part of that right now. And so I'm hoping by the time I leave for France that I'll have my little binder of notes and I can just (laughs) sit and write. Every time I think of a lady in something when it comes to ghost stories, I always think of the ones that she's on the side of the road, whether walking or waiting for a ride and, you know, kind of like a hitchhiker situation and then gets picked up and then you find out, you know, (laughs) supernatural. I'm actually going to be binging it. I'm like, on. okay, I'm only on like episode like five or six. So, okay. I was going to say definitely it's either in season one or season two. Like it's the early supernatural. Uh There's, there's a lady in white episode and it's, (laughs) it's very interesting. And I'm like, not everyone kind of knows about the different like ghost Mm -hmm. types and stuff. And so I thought that was just another very interesting and kind of why not tell these ghost stories (laughs) in a different format. I can't get enough of them. It could be the same ghost, but you put that same ghost in different situation, different relationship, different family. I'm all for it. Always. Yeah. (laughs) Are you still wanting to do the poetry side of writing? Yes. Yeah. I, I love poetry. I just love the ability to tell a story in one page. Ah. And so it's it's a little challenging, but I really enjoy it. I would say almost all of my poems are in that sweet spot of under a page. It's like little snippets of, yeah. of your your mind in horror. <laughs> yes. Poetry is my favorite writing format. So and I like that you are also doing the romance series. Like <laughs> this is so cool. It goes to show of like an author's wide range. I love yeah. when authors use different forms of media, whether poetry or even flash fiction. And I also love different genres too. I think it's amazing. Yeah. So Brianna, uh, where can we get your book? Yeah. So Fashion Trends Deadly Ends is on Amazon. It's on Barnes and Noble. And then you can buy it directly from my publisher because they also own a bookstore and they're called <laughs> Green Avenue Books. I post information on all of my books, my writing updates. I'm venturing into editing. You can pretty much find me with my first name, last name on Instagram and Slasher, the horror app. Ah, I didn't know there was such a thing. It's relatively new. I want to say thank you for coming by today and giving me all that is encompassing of your work any (laughs) last minute thing you want to say before we go it comes out so just in time for spooky season and halloween (laughs) (laughs) i love that that is so cool well thank you brianna this is this is so unique i love that you combine so many things into your poetry the horror the fashion trends and even like giving little facts or even doing the illustration this book is so fascinating so i hope you come back and talk to me yes. after you publish your book that you wrote in France. This is so, <laughs> that is amazing. But I will let you go today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. Please continue to support indie authors and indie bookstores. 
And if you would love to support Tell Me About Your Book podcast, you can certainly do so by going to buymeacoffee.com slash tellmepodcast. For a price of a coffee, you can support monthly for just $5. There's other tiers too in the memberships, and you can look at all the info about it, and I would certainly, certainly appreciate it. And of course, there's the other podcast, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where Caddy and I talk all things book and about her cats too. See you then.